The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. 653. The experiment was a success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Hello! How in the world are you? Wow, does it seem like, I don't know, three weeks? Forever? Since uh, you and I have been together? It's good to see you. You look fine. You know, as fine as you can look. And, uh, wow, I, 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 I feel like since we left for vacation, since the, the, the radio show and the network, took a vacation and many of the people working here are going, we didn't take a vacation. What are you talking about? Fat man. You know, the people that are people, uh, since we've been every day, something newsworthy. And I mean, really newsworthy. something is obviously every day, something happens. I got it, but it's amazing to me every day. Something happens. It's like, Oh my gosh. And it, it's it just sets me back. For for example, this week we had uh, we had the horrific shooting in in Alexandria, and the same day we've got a shooting in out on the west coast at UPS. That gets a little coverage. Hey, a few people got killed. Don't worry about it. The UPS workers. Hey. Remember the old going postal. Hey. Now it's going parcel. Don't worry about it. Forget about it. It's fine. It's fine. And we're now supposed to, you know, be kinder and gentler. Kinder and gentler to each other. The rhetoric is supposed to be toned down. It doesn't feel like it. It really doesn't feel like it. I felt like it for maybe a couple of hours. Maybe. And that's about it. And now we have uh, the big news. I, I really don't understand why um, Megyn Kelly is taking such a hit for the Alex Jones interview. I mean, the hatred for her has grown tenfold. 
since her Fox days. And I'm not really sure I understand it, but it's there. And uh, the good, fine, fine broadcaster, Alex Jones, uh, knows that he's going to be made to look like a madman that he is. And so he's trying to, you know, his preemptive strikes with his release of the audio recordings. I listen to him. You don't need to hear him. It's Megyn Kelly setting up an interview. If you've ever set up an interview in your life, it's the same crap. Yes, we're going to talk. We're going to talk. I'm not going to edit the heart out of what you mean. Yes, it's not going to be a setup piece. Because she knows that the dear, loving, wonderful Alex Jones will do it to himself. And he did in the promo. Why'd you ever talk about that? He did. And the Sandy Hook people, go after Alex Jones. Don't go after Megyn Kelly. Alex was the one that said it was, I've that. The green screen. We all saw it. Go after him. Megyn's just pointing it out. He's a douche. Everybody knows it. He's made a fortune hawking his stuff on the internet forever. It's his stuff. It's, you know, there's a reason why the the commercials are hawked by him because it's his merchandise. And God bless him. He's made a fortune. A fortune. We found that out in the divorce trial or the custody trial with the kids. Good for him. But don't try to then pawn yourself off as I'm just I'm just a broadcaster. Just don't. Don't. And he's got to he's got to do this. I mean, if he's going to be relevant at all, he's got to do what he's doing. So that's what he's doing, trying to make himself look like it was set up, and that he's still relevant. So maybe someday, someday, if I suck up enough, Donald Trump will call me on the phone again and tell me how great I am. Maybe someday, that will happen. Maybe, maybe not. And then we had. I mean, in all this time, we've had the uh, North Korean kid, the Otto, how do you say his last name? Warmbier? Warmbier? Otto Warmbier. Uh, Released because he got botulism and took a sleeping pill and has been in a coma. Oh, man, do you hear about that all the time? People, oh, he's got botulism, man. I took a sleeping pill, and now he's been in a coma for a year. Man, that's reported everywhere. I mean, really, they're saying now that he was, you know, they, they, it was obviously the North Korean friends, our friends, our friends, the North Korean lunatic, you know, pummeled him into this coma. But he's back home, and he's in rough, rough shape. Rough shape. It does not look good. For him, and he had uh, the the father has handled it very well. We did hear that uh, this was due, I mean, to our State Department uh, with Rex Tillerson and the president Donald Trump. I mean, good for them. Uh, the father had said that uh, the Obama administration, if not Barack Obama himself, I just try to keep a low profile. Uh, I don't make a big deal. We'll try to get this done, but just take a low profile. Um, how about uh, no? Uh, all due respect, Mr. President, uh, no. 
but they did. And this is what happened. So he's home and he's in, he's in uh, uh, rough shape. I mean, you can say prayers for him. You can say prayers for Steve Scalise, who's in rough shape. I mean, it was he, the, the shooting in Alexandria. We'll back up to the shooting real quick for just for prayers. Those, I mean, there, it could have been so much worse. And I know that is little comfort to the Scalise family. Could it? Well, yes. Yes, it could. And uh, with our with our medical teams here in the United States and really in D.C. and Alexandria, um, he will probably make it, but it'll never it'll never be never be the same. Never be the same. And you know something that uh, you know the guy that this joint around here, Glenn Beck said uh, yesterday that I, I hadn't really thought about is that, uh, and I'm sure there's a doctor listening, maybe, that uh, will say, Jeff, you're out of your mind and so is he and you don't know what you're talking about. But when people have complete blood transfusions, I mean, when you lose so much blood and, and they're just pumping blood into you, uh, into your body, so it ends up that really you end you're ending up in the at the end game with none of your actual real blood. You're never the same. I, I thought about that and I thought, you know, it kind of makes sense, but I mean, your body sooner or later is. Then you think about it, and your body sooner or later is kind of turns it into your blood, right? It's inside you. So maybe it's just the wounds that make it uh, never the same again. But he's got a long road to recovery, and uh, you know you can say your prayers for Steve Scalise. And they had the big baseball game, and they still played the baseball game good, and I'm still pissed that our president did not go to the game. Oh, that's right. He sent a beautiful video. It was so cute. It was so nice. Play ball. You guys are so great. Our president did not go to that game. And the reason that they gave, security is too hard to take care of at a ball game. You know, we can't, you shouldn't go. Are you freaking kidding me? The president of the United States. Security is too hard. We can't, shouldn't do that. You know what? Find a new security team. Oh, wait, the Secret Service? I, it's just, it is amazing to me. I can't believe that the president can't go where he wants to go. I understand. I understand the whole premise behind it. I understand. We in this building, as a matter of fact, have not gone to places, some of us, because security couldn't be couldn't be tight. It's too unsafe. But the president of the United States at a stadium just around and it's around the corner. My gosh. I mean, they could have snuck in. Could have put a jumpsuit on. Uh, that I would like to see, actually, the, the Trump jumpsuit. I just walked in. Now, the president is not going to do that because no way is the president, Donald Trump, going to sneak in and be a regular guy. He likes the pop and circumstance, but... I can't believe I, I honestly thought that they were saying that and then that he was going to 
actually show up. He was saying that to th- make everybody believe he wasn't going to show up and then he was going to show up. So there had to be another reason. Like, I don't know, I don't want to go to a stupid baseball game reason. There had to be. Because I can't, I won't, I can't, I won't, I don't want to believe that here in the United States of America, our president can't go somewhere. Just won't believe it. They, they would make people strip down to get into that stadium for his safety. Just amazing. Amazing. And then we had the hero in Georgia, the two prisoners that escaped and killed the guards, and they're running around crazy, and the the local guy uh, hears somebody trying to break into his car. He goes out, hey, and he holds the prisoner's Puts them down. That's some money, right? They have put a reward out for their uh, for their capture. <laughs> he took care of that for them. Calls a neighbor. They can come over and hold him at gunpoint laying on the ground until the police department come there. That's first responders. Those guys are first responders. And you, you saw the prisoners with their shirts off and they're tattooed from top to bottom. I mean, they could hide in society really good. You would never know they were there. I mean, that uh, was pretty amazing. And, con- and, and congratulations to that man and his neighbor for doing that. But they picked the wrong car to try to steal. And good. Good. And then Texas came along after the Supreme Court gave Trump, uh, you know, a little uh, time to file the brief for the travel ban since the Ninth Circuit said, oh, no, it's the, the travel ban, that's too racist because of words he said in uh, the campaign. We know it doesn't say that on the actual uh, on the actual wording, but that's what it means. What? What? Yeah, uh, we know we're we're judges, and this is a court of law. But uh, we can't, you know. It doesn't matter what it says; it's what we what it means. What? So I hope the Supreme Court actually sides with the president. But the way things have been going these days, uh, <laughs> good luck. But then Texas just enacted its. Uh, It's anti-Sharia law, Bill. Uh, there are no other laws. There are no other laws than the Constitution of the United States, the federal government, and the Texas state laws. There'd be no Sharia law taken over. Except there's the guys we had on the air here in Irving, Texas, that have their uh, Sharia court. They say that it's not binding and it's not, uh, you know, not look. Now, you can't be held accountable to this court, uh, to the Sharia law court. You're just going before us to make a ruling for the heck of it. Right. We're just trying to let you know that Sharia would do it this way. But we're you don't have to do it like that. You should do it the way we don't believe in. You know. Screw the Constitution. Screw the federal law, state law. We have our own law. Okay. Okay. I got you. And then we had 
sadly, lost in all the shuffle, the death of Batman, Adam West. Now, look, the reason that he was such a big deal is that, uh, you know, they're the, the boomers, the baby boomers, all grew up watching the stupid bam, pow, wham. And then uh, the creation of all the Batman films. And so Adam West was like, well, you know, I'm getting a little old. And uh, I've done a lot of TV and a lot of movies. But, uh, you know, I I was Batman. I was Batman over here. I'm going to go to all the comic cons and make a lot of money and be interviewed on on shows. And I actually met him, uh, I don't know, five or six years ago, something like that. And uh, nice man, nice man. And uh, so, yes, I've met Batman. And I made the joke uh, on the air about uh, all the Batman should show up with uh, in their in uniform at the funeral. Oh, no, that'd be disrespectful, would it? Come on now. Tell me you don't want to see every Batman dressed up as Batman at his funeral. Tell me. Now, I'm going to play a clip in L.A. They lit up the bat light in honor of Adam West and Batman. And then the mayor spoke, and then uh, <laughs> Burt Ward spoke. I will say, Burt Ward, first, in, in the process of Burt speaking, you'll hear him mention something about, uh, <laughs> he's here with us in spirit. And in L.A., people are like, uh, yeah, we'll... Pray for him, all right. They were, okay, Bert. But I will also say that uh, if the other Batmans show up in their Batman outfit, Bert should not show up in the Robin outfit because it's going to be, I don't think it fits anymore. Countdown to the light, the bad light. (laughs) That's pretty cool. That is, is kind of cool. Adam West taught us this is the mayor of Los that each one of us had a heart of gold and that we could have a fun time doing it too. And there will never be a Batman like Adam West and there will never That's be another fact. Adam West. Bert Ward. We, we don't have him here physically, but let me tell you, you I think we got him here spiritually. Uh, yeah. And, and yeah. I would tell you and what it, I want it, you to it. know that he would be saying to every one of you if you were here. No, we are here. He would tell you that we're all on this planet for such a very short period of time to make the most of every day you're here, to be with your family, be with your friends, be kind to people. But such a difficult life. I'm telling you, it's not just fighting villains like we do on camera. Life is difficult. <laughs> but like we used to. I'm not here to preach to you. I'm here to tell you that my friend Adam would want every single one of you to be incredibly happy and to be joyous because he spent his entire life as a performer making people happy, making them laugh, and trying to make this world a better place. Thank you, Burt Ward. And I make fun of Burt. I should because he's being re- so nice and, you know, it's about the death of Adam West. At 88, he had leukemia, uh, and he was still out there hawking wares as best he could. Rest in peace, Adam West, and uh, the original Batman. And uh, there is no report of when the funeral will be or the burial, so I'm sure the family is keeping that all private because even if the real Batmans don't show up in Batman outfits... Thousands of people from around the country show up with their kids in Batman. Oh, 
This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Two thousand seventeen is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. The Jeff Fisher Show. What? I'll tell you what. You know, there are a number of things that happen throughout life every day that just are maddening. And we're going to get to a few of them as this show progresses on. Uh, it's good to be back. I seriously, I, uh, it's good to be back, and and even you know even if you're going to continue to wear what you're wearing right now, fine, don't worry about it. That nobody cares. Well, somebody does, but I don't, and we're going to get to them. I mean, we've got Cosby trial still happening. I mean, the jurors are going back into deliberation right now. The judge, it, 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 we got. Well, we will. We have talked about that. We we got. I can't even tell you how much we've got. We've got so much that it's 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 over it's overwhelming. I, we actually we'll probably just go take it down. We'll, nah, nah, I won't go take it. Down. That's fine. we'll get to it. 888-900-3393 If you want to play, the Jeff Fisher Show, the Blaze Radio Network. The Jeff Fisher Show is on. You know, we've become so dependent on the internet. <laughs> we have become so dependent on the internet. We really have. I mean, and thankfully, right? I mean, this is an internet company. Theblaze.com slash radio. Theblaze.com slash TV. The, uh, Glenbeck.com. MercuryRadioArts.com. 1791.com. And then there are times when, because we've become so dependent on the internet, when it's not working properly, it's very frustrating. Very frustrating. At some point, I'm beginning to believe, and I could be wrong, that when the internet do people in this building that we work at here in Irving, Texas, Mercury Studios, 
And by the way, 1791 is having their big sale going on, so come on down here. Come on down! Spin the wheel for a free bumper sticker. Uh, I believe that the Internet do people, when they leave on Friday, they turn the Internet off. They just go, oh, you know what? We'll just turn it off. And it'll just screw everybody up. And so that when he opens the email on Saturday, it'll be completely different. It won't start and play good because well, then he'll have to reset everything and it'll be completely different. <laughs> oh, man, will we get them? <laughs> oh, Jeffy would be so mad. It doesn't matter, though, because he's telling Jeffy. He doesn't worry about it, right? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter at all. Don't worry about it. Right? Now, I would like to say that uh, congratulations are in order uh, to uh, the government and our military. As, uh, you know, seven Navy crew missing. Skipper hurt in a collision off Japan. Uh, the seven sailors were missing and the captain. Uh, and two others were injured uh, after a U.S. destroyer and a container ship collided off the coast of Japan. A U.S. destroyer and a container ship collide off the coast of Japan. Isn't that special? (laughs) It's amazing that our military is (laughs) letting ships run into container ships. You agree? Uh, in other news, the Army began mandatory transgender sensitivity training this week. <laughs> uh, good. Good. Uh, the other branches uh, aren't quite ready yet, but the Army is ready. The Army is ready. And so that's good. It's good news, right? In, in other news, Defense Secretary Mattis, yeah, he testified that he was shocked by the poor state of the U.S. combat readiness. What? What, the defense secretary? Now, I'll grant you that the defense secretary, you know, definitely is always out for some more cash, so this is a little bit of play for that. But uh, he put most of the blame on Congress for its inability to approve budgets on time. So, again, he's after more money. However, uh, after he's testified about the U.S. combat readiness being in a poor state, uh, then we get the news of a destroyer running into a container ship. What are they doing? Now, it didn't say that the container ship hit the destroyer. But if a ship... I never was concerned about one of uh, Kim jong Whoopi Whoop's missiles hitting anything belonging to the United States. But if a ship... Carrying containers can hit one of our destroyers. Maybe I should be. Maybe I should be. I know. I know what you mean. It's a little crazy. I got it. But I'm just saying it's possible. It's possible that perhaps Secretary of Defense Mattis is right. And perhaps we need to really go back into the military and maybe restructure a little bit. 
go back to the basics. It's the basics. You break them down, you build them up, you get them ready. The whole sensitivity training thing, it really doesn't work for the military. But hey, what do I know? Right? What do I know? Now, I mentioned Bill Cosby trial. Jurors just went back to start deliberating as the beginning of the show. Uh, They went back to start deliberations again. Now, the judge had them go back in because they were deadlocked. CNN uh, reporting that uh, there were two jurors that were not going along with the rest and uh, holding holding steadfast. Now, then CNN broke the juror down, the jury down by a gender and racial line, so they lead you to believe that the two black people on the jury are the ones that are holding out. We don't know that. We don't know that. I mean, there's according to CNN, there's six white males, four white females, one black male, one black female. Now, they've deliberated for 52 hours. More now. And the judge was like, you can't leave. Um, Your Honor, we've deliberated all this time. We, I don't know. What do you think? Mr. Al, uh, throw this thing out. Start again. You can't leave. Not until you reach a verdict. Oh, uh, well, man. You know, I know. Uh, thank you. You know, so much for your time. But uh, we really, whew, man, we really, we're at a deadlock. We can't decide. You know, Bill Cosby. We got all the. Uh, information. We got people hollering, and we got you know we got the whole deposition thing that uh, you know we're hearing this testimony from the deposition. And... You can't leave. Never. Uh, what if we can't find a you know if we don't come to a verdict and we still have you know people holding out? Then you'll be here forever. You must reach a verdict. So I would say that perhaps you know Mr. Cosby has a little bit of a, a little bit of a, a little bit of a case, right? A little bit of a case saying uh, you know, I mean it almost appears like I know the judge is saying uh, uh, you know until you reach a verdict, but there's two people that are holding out, and since I don't know you know since. Uh, Look, probably most of you are, you know, want to find him guilty. I get it. Um, you probably want to find him guilty. You can't leave until he's guilty. Oh, you're on a rather deadlock. I mean, we've been held up in this stupid room here for, you know, a long time. It doesn't matter. Reach a verdict. So I would say that uh, if the two are still holding out, if they hold strong, uh, you're probably going to get a mistrial. But they've asked for all this. 
they've asked for all this testimony and they want to know the meaning of things. The only reason they're doing that is because the other two people, they want to show the other two people, look, look, read this, read this. He's supposed to be guilty. We've got to find him guilty. And we want to leave. If you don't find him guilty, we can't leave. You heard the judge. <laughs> Please stop holding out. Look at the testimony. I know it's testimony. Well, they don't know. But it is testimony that we weren't supposed to see in the first place. <laughs> but it is testimony because other judge ruled that we could see it. So here, look at it. Now look, do I think Cosby's a dirtbag now? Of course he is. But, you know, the guy is, what, 100? He's blind. He's leading around. He can't even walk on his own. And, you know, let him be. Let him go home. You've ruined, you've ruined the man's career. You've taken away his livelihood. You've taken away his his iconic status. Right? I mean, so no matter what, the only thing left is to find him guilty. And you're not leaving until you do so. I mean, isn't that uh, grounds for, uh, you know, I don't know. A retrial? Uh, maybe, uh, you know, maybe we think again. We think, uh, Your Honor, you know, we were over here with this jury and they couldn't, uh, they were in a deadlock. And because you told them they can't leave um, until they, uh, you know, found a verdict, uh, perhaps they just came to a verdict over exhaustion and just wanting to be home with their families. I don't care. You can't leave until there's a verdict of guilty. Uh, okay, Your Honor, you think maybe, I don't know. What do you think? Uh, maybe we, I don't know, send in for lunch. Fine, but you're not leaving. This is The Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. You know, that's a common problem in my life, is that uh, people just don't know how good they have it with me. I'm just saying. Just saying. Just saying. So, good to be back. Thanks for uh, thanks for coming along for the ride today. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, at uh, JeffyMRA. Facebook, Jeff Fisher Radio. Instagram, at JeffyMRA. Uh, if you want to participate, uh, you can dial 888-900-3393. Simple as that. No problem. Uh, nice and easy. Did you know, did you know that Netflix, Netflix, and I, you know, I love Netflix. I, I'm a subscriber to Netflix. I think I, I think I pay Netflix more money than my salary because everybody uses my account. And I have to keep adding TVs to my account so I'm able to watch it. 
So I don't know what kind of deal we have. I've got. I think their. I think their big deal actually is. Uh, you pay their monthly fee and you get four. You have to get up to four devices that you can use at the same time. And uh, I think. I think. Right. Five, four. Yeah, I think it is. And that's what's wrong with Hulu. Actually, I subscribe to Hulu, but the Hulu's problem is is they only let one device run at at one. Stupid. I'll pay you more money. Let me watch it on more than one device at the same time. Whatever. But Netflix is now larger than cable television. Did you know that? It has more subscribers than cable television. Cable television since 2012 has been gradually, and some really not that gradually, going down. Uh, It was at, I think, 50, in 2012, it was 55, 56 million, something like that. might have been 58. And uh, Netflix was 25, 30 maybe in 2012. And both have been coming to meet, and they just, Netflix just surpassed cable. Its cable is now at about, 48 million and Netflix is up about 50 million. So they've surpassed cable television in subscribers. That is absolutely amazing. And you just had Amazon purchase Whole Foods for $13 billion. So who's left? Who's left after this? Right, you had uh, you're gonna have you're gonna have uh, Amazon, Google, Facebook, um, maybe Netflix, unless Amazon or Google buys them out. Right? Uh, who 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 are the big ones? Walmart, maybe. Left standing because I mean stores are closing left and right, uh, left and right. The brick and mortar stores, oh bye bye. Nobody wants brick and mortar. Let's see. I can go out into cold weather or hot weather and shop and get things and bring them to my house. Or I can pay to have it delivered to my house. Hello. Ding dong. <laughs> I just said it right there. I'll I'll put it away. Or here's an extra 10. Put it away. It goes in that closet right there. I'm a huge fan of that. Tell me America isn't great. Tell me. Tell me America. I mean, you just call every grocery store now is starting to have, uh, you know, home delivery. Oh, look at going, actually having to drive to the store to pick it up. Uh, you know what? No thanks. Uh, just bring it in and set it on that shelf right there. Yeah. Don't mind me. I'll dress up later. This is the Jeff Fisher Show, only on the Blaze Radio Network. was a success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. 
Uh, welcome to the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Nice of you to come along for the ride today. Appreciate it. It's been, uh, you know, it's June 17th, 2017. It has been a long 2017, and yet it's gone by so fast. Tell me how that happens. I know I know you're saying something out loud, drinking your coffee, going, now it has an idiot. <laughs> Cheers, suck. It just seemed like it's gone by so fast, and yet so much has happened. So much has happened that it's like, oh, is it really only June and all this has happened? Really? Now, there's a new study. I'm not quite sure what to make of this study because at first glance, you think this can't be real, right? And then you think, oh my gosh, it is real. According to research published in Sex Rolls, a journal of research. Who doesn't get that delivered to the house? I mean, I I try to just get that delivered right to my email box so I don't have to even wait for the Postal Service to deliver it. There's a strong desire to cuddle and hug between bromantic friends while kissing is just another way of showing affection. One of the students involved told the authors, you can lie in bed with your bromance, have a cuddle, just talk. Well, another said he understood it as having a cuddle buddy. A third thought cuddling, hugging, and sex jokes were a core part of the bromantic relationship. Now, for those of you that aren't, aware of what a bromance is. It's been defined as an emotionally intense bond between straight men. Okay. Now, before I go on, I would like, I am like, I'm almost not a heterosexual male. Okay, I mean, some days I just depends. I don't look at me like that. I mean, I can I can identify whatever the hell I want when I want. Got it? Don't look across. Don't look at me like that. And I have lived with other men. Now let me rephrase that. I have shared living space with other men. I have still I have friends that I've known for years that are identifying as a male as I normally do. And I have never wanted to use them as a cuddle buddy. Now maybe it would have evolved. I mean sure you sit around and you you drink and you smoke or whatever. And you, you watch movies. You hang out. Whatever. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm just I, I didn't evolve fast enough. Maybe it would have ended up with 
Uh, just come here, baby. Just come here. Cuddle. You need a hug, baby? Need a little Lucas? No. I'm sorry. No. If would I consider an emotionally intense bond between straight men a bromance? Yes, I've had that. On the stand, under oath, yes. Do I think that if you are cuddling and kissing your bro, that you're having an emotionally intense bond between straight men? No, I do not. In all 29 of 30 men who took part said they cuddled their bromantic partner. Be fascinating to see what they're what they're. I mean, what you and I think is cuddling, fascinating what they think is cuddling. Don't think about that too long. The latest work also backs a 2012 study that found 89 percent of 145 surveys. 145. I mean, it's real small. Undergraduate heterosexual men had kissed on the lips. It doesn't say whether they were sober. <laughs> I mean, there's so many jokes, and it's just I have to I, I'm I'm I am toning myself down for you. You're welcome. One participant said, "Guys nowadays, in my generation, okay, well, right there, I got it. I'm the old guy." There is so much kissing between guys because it's showing affection. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. I'd like to know if you are in the kissing because it's a showing affection generation. Added, I hug and kiss my bromance and tell him I love him. An emotionally intense bond between straight men is what a bromance is. Participants also talked about how comfortable they were to be naked around their bromances. <laughs> uh, you know what? I, I'm, you know, I'm kind of barely comfortable to be naked around myself. You know, for the most part. One participant said, I live in a house with three other guys and there are massive bromances going on between us. Okay. Uh, you know, good for you. But that is not, uh, not necessarily uh, a, a straight relationship. Okay, I'm sorry. It's just not. It's okay. But I don't necessarily think I would call it a bromance. Okay. Now, what makes this okay? I don't know. I don't know. Because they also walk around naked 
Look, I've got no problem standing naked in a room with my housemates. We feel comfortable being naked around each other. Is it a porn shoot? I mean, come on. The study was conducted across a three-month period between August 2014 and November 2014 and involved semi-structured interviews into the friendship. What does that mean, semi-structured interviews? Into the friendship experiences of 30 undergraduate men who identified as heterosexual or mostly heterosexual. Mostly heterosexual, I would say, leans this. They were enrolled in one of the four undergraduate sports degree at the University of uh, in uh, in England. It says here at, at a single UK university. That ain't University of Kentucky. Okay, guarantee you. Well, it is the bluegrass rate. I have no idea what that means. So, I mean. That's where we're at, right? That's where we're at. It just doesn't doesn't matter. Love the one you're with. Listen, if you can't be with the one you love, love the one you're with. I mean, it's Crosby, Stills, and Nash said it 100 years ago, so far ahead of their time, and it you know, comes right back around at you right now. We also have in today's world families who are raising their children right raising their children the way they want to be the way they need to be no there's no hammer being put down there's no you're going to be a boy you're going to be a girl there's no hey just go outside and play there's we've got a career to make we've got work to do we've got to make got to make you strong and even if you're eight years eight years old, and once in a while you like to wear girls' clothes, good, good, because if you do that, oh my gosh, we can put makeup on you. We can teach you how to dance, and we can be supportive parents, and we can get you into voguing classes. Uh, we can get you into singing classes. Uh, we can get you into uh, all kinds of dancing classes, and we can get you new clothes to wear, and your sister will be fine with it. Uh, your sister will be fine with it. Melancon Nemesis Quinn, Melancon Golden, otherwise known as Lactate Lactadia. Now, I'll tweet this story out. I'll tweet the story out because it's a fascinating video with Lactadia and her parents and the performance at the Work the World Drag Tour. It's the RuPaul's Drag Race. Now, they invited Lactadia up on stage uh, and the younger queens. Oh, they just love little Lactadia. Now, before the performance, we ran into Lactadia on the street. And Lactadia, fascinating, fascinating little boy, girl, drag queen. And had this to say. I 
think that anyone can do what they want in life. It doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. If you want to be a drag queen and your parents don't let you, you need new parents. If you want to be a drag queen and your friends don't let you, you need new friends. Amen. Here we go. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Breaking news, mistrial declared in the Bill Cosby sexual assault trial. Mistrial declared. So they asked for all that information. That's exactly what they were doing. The people who had decided that he was guilty asked for all this information so they could throw it into the other two's face and say, find him guilty so we can leave. So there you go. Mistrial declared in the Bill Cosby sexual assault trial. Now that does not, you know, this is what everybody's going to say. It doesn't make him not guilty. It doesn't make him guilty. It just means that the jurors could not come to a final decision. Yeah, we, we, know, we understand that. Thank you. However, do you think, do you think that they're going to retry him? I mean, really, you've ruined the man already. I mean, he's nothing. I mean, he's not, he's obviously, he's Bill Cosby. He's, you know. But the iconic Bill Cosby, he, that's gone. The You've taken away his livelihood. That's gone. You've taken away his outlet of being able to perform live. In public, that's gone. I mean, my God, what more do you want? His blood. We want to find him guilty. We need his blood. Well, not right now. Not right now. Okay? Because the jury couldn't do it. So good luck. Uh, the odds of uh, the odds of uh, him being retried, Whew, man, you got to believe they're pretty slim, right? I mean, everybody hates him now. Um, they were coerced against the defendant. Wow, the jurors said they were co- coerced against the defendant. Wow, that's what they told the judge. Wow. If it was a conviction, it was unlikely going to happen. It could be overturned on appeal. A little information for it. I mean, this is Fox News reporting this right now. Um, I mean, this is going to be fascinating to see actually what happened in the jury if we learn exactly what happened to be on the jury. Have you ever been on a jury? I have. And it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, fascinating, uh, a fascinating way to spend a day. 
or weeks and hours until you find the person guilty. But I was on a, uh, the jury the last year I was on. Uh, I knew exactly when we went in for their uh, for the voir where they ask you questions before they're, they're deciding who's going to be on the jury. Not you know how to answer them. I mean, if you have half a brain. So how do you feel about that? Oh, I really love Hitler, and I think all people should die. Uh, we don't need him on the jury. He can go home. I mean, that's you're pretty much done. All right, so you know how to answer the questions. Oh, I just I just want people to leave me alone and get off my grass, or I'm going to shoot him. He can go. Women should just serve me. He can go. You think you can answer the questions honestly? I just did. So you, you answer the questions, you know, the way what they want to hear, and you get on the jury. We were on the jury. I spent the entire day listening to this trial on this guy. It was a, a aggravated assault with intent. To, I forget what exactly what the main what they were charging him with, but it was just under murder. I mean, he almost killed this guy, and he took a, a, a drill with a, a cord, a drill, a cord drill, and swung the drill around by the end of the cord and bashed this guy into the face at least 10 times. I mean, smashed the hell out of him. And uh, so I spent the entire day uh, thinking, okay, I'm going to do what they asked. He's not guilty. He's not guilty. And, you know, prove your case. Make him guilty. And then we get to the, the we hear all the, this was all one day thing. The judge wanted it to be a one day thing. He didn't want it to be hours and hours and hours. We're going to wrap this up in a day. So we hear the case, prosecution and the defense, and we go back to deliberate. And uh, there was one or two that were questionable, but at the end of the day, you knew this guy was guilty. He was guilty. He did it. Now, it took us a while to decide because there were a couple that needed to hear it. So we brought the evidence in. We asked to see evidence. We asked to see some of the testimony again. And then whoever wants to be the loudmouth gets to be the head of the jury. So, <laughs> yeah, that was me. And uh, so, I mean, I'm the one that gets to say, guilty, guilty. And my name is Bill, <laughs> that guy right there, not Jeff. And uh, so we found him guilty, but they ended up finding out that he had done all this other stuff that if we'd have known that. Death penalty. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Jeff Fisher Show returns on the Blaze Radio Network. So apparently the prosecution will, as at least what they say, will retry Bill Cosby in the sexual assault case. Let me say this to the prosecution. Stop it. How many times? I mean, stop it. I mean, it's at some point, let the man be. And I don't want to hear, hey, that, it could possibly be a rapist. Well, you know what? 
If you believe that now, because fine, then he was and he is or whatever. The man is 80. And the problem with some of this was that they, the person, the people that he raped in quotation marks are now, they talked to him and dealt with him uh, after the so-called attack. So it seems as though they were um, they were okay with whatever happened. Okay, I, I have to take care of a little internal business right now, and I apologize. I apologize. Bottom of my heart, but I've got to do this on the air because I don't have any. I, I want to be able to share with you, and I want to be able to actually get some work done. So just take a side note. Just a second. Okay? Just a side note. All right. And so you know what's been happening uh, a little behind the scenes. I really have been having some internet issues with my laptop. So some of the stories and information that I really wanted to share with you, some of the inside small information uh, I'm not able to print because I'm not able to open up the story on my laptop. And I can only open up like one story at a time on my phone and go back and forth. So I'm trying to get all this information instead of having it printed and sorted out in front of me. Okay. Now, I just asked my producer, board op extraordinaire, Chris, hey, you know what? Uh, I'm tired of messing around with this. Let me send the show prep sheet to you and have you print out our two, segment two. Okay, because... Because uh, I, I want to go back to a couple of those stories since we're in hour two, segment three, because obviously we did the Bill Cosby stuff in segment two. That was breaking news, and we'll get that news to you as the show goes on. Okay. Now, when I ask for hour two, segment two, that doesn't mean print hour one, segment two. That means, and he brought it in, he, he did what I asked, and he gave me the full segment two from hour one. Are we in hour one? No. <laughs> I can't. Uh, seriously, it is so difficult to find good help. That's all I'm saying. I don't want to. I'm not trying to throw anybody under the bus or not. But it is so. T- you can't find. Good, you can't. I mean, you can ask for people to apply. You can try to do interns. You can try to, you know, say people. Oh, you've got experience. Great. But you can't. I mean, I don't know. This is what's wrong with America today. You can't find good help. I know you know this. I know you know this. I got it. I can't believe. Actually, I'm just messing with 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 Chris. Got it. Oh my gosh. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, you could have collated a little bit, taken out the sheets that don't matter, but uh, whatever. I'll take care of it. I got it. You know, I'll take care of it. There are a few pages in this story that you really don't need, which I was going to just kind of get rid of. You know, don't worry about that, though. I know you just wanted to get it printed and get it out here to me. So I appreciate that whole bunch. Whew. If you don't say that kind of stuff, they get mad. You gotta tell them that you appreciate what you're, they're doing, even if you don't. 
Welcome to it. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Uh, we did have some breaking news. Uh, Bill, tri- uh, Bill Cosby, a mistrial declared in the Cosby case. Uh, the prosecution does say that they will retry the case. And it is, uh, you know, Cosby's, what, going to be 80 soon? Um, I think we've had enough. I think we've had enough. And uh, I thought, say, you know, we had... We even, we even had the judge, you can't leave, to the jurors until finally when they came out today and said, after they were supposed to go into a session at night, they came out a little while and said, uh, Your Honor, uh, we are deadlocked and uh, there's, nothing, there's nothing else happening. So uh, off they go. Off Bill Cosby goes. They're in Norristown, Pennsylvania. You know, there are times when I think, how many, really, I mean, I already, I've done one or two stories already today that I question the smartness of the American people. And I think, you know, maybe people aren't as dumb as you think. I mean, I think that. I think, you know what? People are not as, uh, it's okay. It's okay. And then I see this. All right. And I know that I'm not talking to you. I know that you listening to this show, whether it be live, 9 a.m. to noon on Saturdays, on the Blaze Radio Network, or whether it be at your convenience on a podcast. At theblaze.com slash radio, The Jeff Fisher Show. Anytime, anywhere. Just put me in your pocket and take me with you. I know it's not you. You are not one of the, one of the 48% of people asked that don't know where chocolate milk comes from. You are not one of the just under 10% of people who believe chocolate milk comes from brown cows. I know that you are not those people. I know this. I know this. Are you? No, you're laughing. You're going, no, that can't be real. You can't be real. Now, there's plenty more uh, little things to worry about, but uh, I, I know there's a lot, you know, the world. Jeff, the world's going to hell. I know. I know. I know. We've had fires in Europe. Uh, terrorism all over Europe, in the U.S., all over the, all over the world. Soldiers are still dying in the Middle East. Russians are coming. North Korea is sending back nearly dead people they've arrested. I know that. I understand that. But you should know the very basics. The very basics of life. You should realize that chocolate milk, doesn't come from a brown. 
doesn't come from a brown cow. Now, if you are one of the under 10% of people who believe that chocolate milk comes from a brown cow, I'm sorry to upset you. Okay? I'm sorry to upset you. I realize that it would be upsetting not... What? There are no chocolate cows? No. No, there's no chocolate cows, and there's no cows that deliver chocolate milk. Sorry to disappoint you. And I know, guess what? A hamburger is beef. Did you know that? <laughs> That's right. A hamburger is beef. I don't want to, now that you, know, you should pull the car over. You should pull the car over right now. Because I am absolutely flabbergasted that people think that chocolate milk comes from brown cows. I cannot honestly believe that. I don't know that it can be real. I, I think that those 10% of the people went, yep, brown cow. Do you know where chocolate milk comes from? Um, yeah, a brown cow. Okay, they answered a brown cow. It has to be, right? It can't be that many people. It just can't. Now, they're blaming it on, uh, you know, hey, people don't know where they get their food from. They know they go to the grocery store. That's where they get the food from. They don't know where it actually comes from. Right? They don't know that, you know, hamburgers are beef. You're conditioned to go to the store. You don't know where you don't know where the food comes from. You know, you don't know that a, a, a French fry comes from a potato. You don't know that, uh, you know, a, 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 a pickle is a cucumber. People don't know that. Well, no, I know. Take a breath. Don't pull the car over if you're going to hit something, if you're going to use the guardrails. Guardrails are there for your safety, but go ahead and use them. But maybe you talk to your kids a little bit about where things come from. It's a good process just to walk through the grocery store and talk about where things come from. I, I just, it, it amazes me. And then I think, well, you know what? Nah, it's not real. That, you know what? That's just people messing with these people asking them questions. It's just people messing with people asking these questions. And they're saying, you know what? We'll, we're going we're to really mess with these people. And. We're going to, uh, we're going to tell them, you know what? We believe <laughs> this. Hey, you know, you never guess what happened today. So I'm out for this walk and they're doing this survey. And they asked me where chocolate milk come from. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's a brown cow, idiot. And I kept walking. Uh, and they wrote it down. So, man, did I mess with them. Man, did I mess with them. And then I see the headline, don't put ground wasp nest on your vagina. To tighten muscles, warns gynecologist. Now I could go on and read that story to you. (laughs) And continue to let you know that it's actually seems to be true. The all-natural treatment, looking to rejuvenate and tighten 
But for those of you that believe that you could put ground wasp nests on your privates to tighten muscles are probably the same group of people that think chocolate milk comes from brown cows. This is The Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. You have your phone out. It's close to you when you are with your partner at all times. Is that a true statement? You keep your conversations with your partner short because your attention is more focused on what is on your phone. You break your attention from the conversation you are having with your partner to look at or respond to your phone. You check your phone when there is a lull in the conversation. If you're watching TV together, you look at your phone when there is a commercial break. You take a call that is not urgent when you're having quality time with your partner. Any of those statements true? Do you know what you are? Do you know you are a fubber? It's called fubbing. P-H-U-B-B-I-N-G. Fubbing. Now, according to this, it could be ruining your relationship. According to me, I say it probably is extending your relationship. Because without the without the phone, you're like, holy crap, is that are you boring? <laughs> I am leaving. <laughs> I I'm out of here, and the only reason I've been here this long is because when you stop talking, and I go to Twitter, and I forget how dumb you are. I think it's extending your relationship. So fubbing is helping relationships in America. No problem. I see it all the time. I mean, I, I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm fascinated at the parents that are with their children, let alone, let's, let's split it up for just a second. Parents, children. Children talking to parents, parents looking at their phone, answering whatever they're answering, text, emails, Facebooking, Twittering, Instagramming, Vining, whatever the hell they're doing, Snapchatting, looking at you know silly cat faces, oh, <laughs> and moving on without just talking to their children. Children doing the same thing, parent talking to them. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. Nobody wants to put their phone down anymore. It's, it's pretty remarkable. And it, it, uh, it's remarkable to try it, to really go out of your way to not be fubbing. And it's you know, good luck. Good luck. Because after a while, you're almost like, well, you know, hey, we gave this thing a shot. And dinner isn't here yet, so go ahead, pick up your phone. I'm going to pick up mine. I've got <laughs> the last thing I want to do is talk. You. <laughs> this is the Jeff Fisher Show, only on the Blaze Radio Network. 
success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program. Now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. In the home stretch for Lawrence Jones standing by to give you his thoughts and comments on the happenings of the world. What are Lawrence going to talk about today? Lawrence, what does Lawrence talk about? Not that I don't listen to his show, but I've been gone for a couple of weeks and I, what's he been talking about? Do you know, Chris? Chris said that he's going to talk about some of the hottest, best, most covered topics in America today. Give you his, uh, his, uh, genius observations uh, on those particular happenings around the world. Uh, so what do we got going on? We got the immigration, uh, Alex Jones, uh, shooting, uh, hate Trump. Welcome to the Lawrence Jones Show. <laughs> That's almost every show in America. Uh, you know, it's, I know it is. It's okay. So tomorrow, this weekend, uh, here in Irving, Texas, at the Mercury Studios, 1791 is having a big sale. Uh, the door is opening at uh, noon, less than an hour away here. Uh, they've got racks of clothes out here that they're marking down a huge percentage. I don't think it's online because I think this is just the uh, the overstock that they've got uh, all rode up and uh, up online. And, you know, and I and I love seventeen ninety one. Look, I sport the seventeen ninety one hat almost everywhere I go. I've got a couple shirts, got a thing. Most I had the big text jeans, the fat guy jeans. Most of the time, there's not a fat guy segment. Uh, if you look out there at the 1791 close, there's no big and tall sign. There's no, hey, fat people, shop over here. No, there's none of that. The large and extra large of 1791 is like the large and extra large of uh, Ralph Lauren. There aren't any. Okay, it's the it's the fat the fat guy section in Ralph Lauren is the guy that's struggling to keep those extra 15 pounds off. Who's he has to get this extra large for the weekend? It's agonizing. Agonizing. But, anyway, the clothes are made here in America, and you know, come on down. I think it's noon to 6 today. Might even be longer than noon to 8 or something like that. And then tomorrow is 2 to 6. So you can, you know what? That's a good Father's Day present. Tomorrow's Father's Day. Happy Father's Day for all of you that are fathers and responsible fathers. Just, uh, you know. Because you're a father, big whoop. I got 80 kids. Okay, great. But are you a father? I'm not, so don't wish Don't wish me. <laughs> Happy Father's Day anyway, for those of you that are fathers. and Enjoy your children. They're, seriously, they. it's amazing how fast they do grow up. I mean, think about yourself and how you went through your life as a child and with your parents, and the next thing you know, I mean, you're an adult. And you're looking at your parents going, oh, my God, 
Do I still hate you? So uh, and that happens so fast. So enjoy them, really. I mean, my my uh, they my daughter, my ten year old daughter, who's going on twenty, uh, probably a little more like twenty one. Uh, I I, sh- I was working last night. I'm, I was sitting at sitting at the desk, and, and um, she comes up to the side of the desk and asks me something. And I looked up and looked at her face, and I mean, she looks like this twenty year old human. And I had to lock her up. I had to, I'm not letting her out. That's not doing it. She's <laughs> she's not allowed to go out anymore. It's okay. It's all. It's okay. I mean, you know, find me. But she's just not going out. It's not going to happen. I'm not allowed. I know how I am. She's not going out. Not going out. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. So I'm reading this article in the New York Post. Sex in space is a real concern that science needs to figure out. It was so funny. I was reading the story, and I actually had the story saved uh, to talk to you about because it's, it's like, come on now. I think we'll figure out, and I understand, and we need to figure it out, right? Because uh, we don't know, we don't know anything about it. We're already all we're we're hepped up about sending people to. We've got to get people to other planets. We've got to figure it out, but we have to know what it's going to be like. We have to know it's a real concern. Something we really don't know about is human reproduction in space. Uh huh. This is uh, an assistant professor at George Washington University at the Atlantic Live panel. And I mean, I, I, I don't know about you, but I watched the entire Atlantic Live uh, panel on, uh, on the internet. It was streamed live. If we actually want to go places and stay there, there's a key component to that, and that's Having babies. Go to the curtain number three, having babies. It's hard to imagine getting it on during a rocket mission, is it? And spacesuits aren't the most appealing when it comes to foreplay. Aren't they? But during the long mission to Mars, which Elon Musk hopes to make a reality, okay, do we need to go to Mars? How about we go the other direction? Let's go somewhere else. <laughs> Let's go somewhere else. I mean, Mars is the the key. Everybody wants to go to Mars. I don't go to Mars. I mean, we already saw the movie. We know how it ends. There are many things that humans need to prepare for before attempting a long-duration space travel. Yes, like eating. Combating the radioactive space rays beaming from the sun. Keeping your health. You choose one. Go ahead and choose one. You choose combating the radioactive space rays beaming from the sun. Keeping your health in good condition and maintaining your fitness. Or romping, having sex. Pick curtain number three. But sexual reproduction, probably the most important. Yeah, I think. If we want to become a space-faring species and live in space permanently. I know I grew I want to become a space-faring species. Hello. From Earth, we're spacefaring species, humans. So we've got to address it, right? 
So I, I put this in my I put this in my pile of uh, <laughs> a pile of show stuff, and uh, I get this email from uh, one of my one of the producers uh, for this show, Robert. Here's his email to me. Now, I may just be just a little bit naive here, but I think the bigger problems to solve before sex and reproduction in space, bigger problems to solve before sex and reproduction in space moves to the top of the list, I think getting NASA running again, sending astronauts to space in American spaceships would be a good first step before worrying about this. Uh, not to mention all the other things wrong here on Earth. Uh, yeah, I agree 100 and. 10%. However, if you have to pick between combating radioactive space rays beaming from the sun or keeping your health in good condition and maintaining your fitness or reproduction, I mean, which one are you picking? Really? Which one are you picking? Curtain number three. You're listening to The Jeff Fisher Show. The Blaze Radio Network. The Jeff Fisher Show. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. You can follow me on Twitter at JeffyMRA. Facebook, uh, Jeff Fisher Radio. Instagram, at JeffyMRA. We did have breaking news this morning. Bill Cosby uh, trial in uh, Norristown, Pennsylvania. Miss trial. Uh, so when the judge said last night, you can't leave. They came back this morning, and then he finally said, go ahead. Uh, gave him a mistrial. The prosecution does say that they were going to retry the case. We'll see. We'll see. We will see about that. Now, uh, we also uh, we've got the 1791 thing going on here in uh, Irving, Texas. If you happen to, you know, you've still got time, hop a flight. Come on down. DFW or Love Field, grab an Uber to the studios. 6301, Riverside, Irving, Texas. Those are your coordinates. Should you decide to accept. And you come on down, spend uh, you know, spend a little time at Mercury Studios. I'm not going to be here. <laughs> I'll be here for a while. Plus, uh, Brad uh, Staggs and I will probably do a Facebook Live and take you through the 1791. Uh, we'll give you a quick tour of the sale that's going on today uh, for 1791. Now's the time to get your products. We've got to move everything because uh, brick-and-mortar stores are going down like uh, they're on fire. This Bill Cosby, what is he? He's got like a cane, but it's not a cane. It's like a little walking stick that's short. What is that? It's a pimp stick. 
<laughs> it's not what is that? It's a, it is. It's a it's a boob stick. That's what it is. I mean, God bless him. God bless him for that. It's not like it's like a, it's like a I'm blind but I'm not blind stick. I mean, it's just kind of a reach out and tap stuff stick. It's not uh, doesn't have the little white coloring on it. It's the it doesn't have the hey. It's got the extra long. You know the extra long ones. Holy, oh, there's like walking sticks, man. But that's almost like a. Well, what it is, it's like a, just a stick that some kid gave him. Hey, Bill, want to carry my little stick? Okay, great, thank you. It'll make you look like you're still blind. But, I mean, I guess he is blind, right? We heard in the interview that he did with, uh, what's his face from Pennsylvania, Smirconish, that uh, he is blind, at least in one state, right, Maryland or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's legally blind in one state. I forget what he, you're right, he called it something else. It's so funny. You know, you're not seeing person, something like that. It's really strange. Anyway, anyway, I just can't. I just happened to look up and see them sewing him leaving the courthouse, and he's he's got some little stick. And then he just kind of tripped. He ran into a little brick that kind of along the sidewalk. They had the little walkway where the brick comes up along the people's flower bed there, in front of the courthouse, and he kind of tripped into that. Get a longer stick. You'll know where it is. Anyway, anyway, he's. The trial is a mistrial, and Bill gets to go home, and he's not found he's not found guilty by a court of law, and, and uh, he, I'm sure he's guilty by you. He's guilty by everyone else in America, that's for sure, except for those two people in the jury's box who said no, and the judge tried to make them stay forever until there's blood, but they resisted. Good for them. So this took place, uh, we all heard about the, the, the Shakespeare in the park, getting shut down, Bank of America all wound up because they're, they're, portraying, uh, they're portraying it like it's modern day and everybody is perceiving that uh, Caesar is Trump and they're killing the president. They're not killing Caesar. They're not being, that's not Caesar. That's Donald Trump. We never, we never said that it was Donald Trump. We don't care. Look at how long his tie is. It looks just like Trump. And so they had a performance. This was not uh, this. I don't know if this was the same place that they had the last performance, or this was in in Central Park. And because uh, they have in New York, they you know they all have their little theater in the park around the city. They all show up and think they're so cool. Theater in the park. So they're doing this, and it gets, I mean, they, this lady walks on stage, and they've got a guy filming it, and you see the guy. What's his name? Jack something, and he's hollering. So I watch this, and I think, what does he hope to accomplish? Is he going to, what, is he, what do you get out of this? Because all I'm getting out of it is, shut up. I came here to watch the stupid play. I don't, that's what I, okay. So here's the audio. Let's play the audio. There's, she's going up on stage now. Freedom. Pause, pause for a second, pause for a second. Okay, that's where you get. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to pause for a second. Because uh, we don't want, uh, you know, we don't want people beating the crap out of these two people that are shutting down your place. So we're going to take a little bit of a break for just a second. And uh, you go get a drink. And uh, we'll deal with this. Good. 
Going to pause security. Security, please. Okay, so if I'm in the crowd, I'm praying to God security pummels these people. I'm there to see the play. And the demonstration get the right we can't take it. So they get her secure. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to pause for just a second, uh, momentarily. Uh, if you need to do a restroom break, go ahead. Uh, we can take care of this. Uh, security. Thank you, boo. Get out of here. <laughs> Thank you. We're here to see the stupid play. So now, now they're dragging her off, right? And the guy that's filming it, Decides, well, hey, they're dragging her off. I'm going to start filming myself because security, I can't, nobody knows I'm still here. <laughs> they're dragging her off the stage, but I'm still out of the audience. And this is Jack. You are all Goebbels. You are all Nazis like Joseph Goebbels. This is Goebbels. You are all Goebbels. You are inciting terrorists. Stop for a second. Is it Goebbels? Is it is, is it Gerbils? Is it is it, is it Goebbels? Goebbels? Goobers? What what is it? I don't think it's Goebbels though. I'm pretty sure it's not Goebbels. And I'm pretty sure that if it weren't Goebbels and Goebbels was still here, you would be dead. But anyway, go ahead. The blood of Seek the Leak is on your head. Oh, wait, what did I say? The bloodhead, what? Seek the Leak? <laughs> oh, the blood of Steve Scalise. <laughs> Sorry, Steve. My prayers are with you. Go ahead. Sir, Goebbels would be proud. Goebbels would be proud. Goebbels would be proud. Sir, be proud. Sir, come this way. Yeah, security's sir, there enough, sir. Sir, sir, knock him. Sir, we're dragging him off. Goebbels would be proud. Goebbels would be proud. Nazi. You are Nazi. Come on. Come on. Goebbels would be proud. Security, please get out. Come on, man. Come on, man. You're killing us. Get out. And the crowd is like, holy crap. Get out. Leave. We want to see the show. And it's late already. We just want to see the show. Get out. Garbles! Garbles! Come on. Now, apparently, this uh, Jack is going to be on uh, the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on Monday. So hopefully Doc will be able to decipher what he hopes to accomplish. I mean, you got recognition being played all over the country, right? Uh, he saw whatever of his girlfriend or his, uh, you know, his a protest mate storms the stage and he stays out there and hides in the audience until she gets pummeled. And then he decides to, uh, you know, put this garbles, garbles, Hitler, the blood of James Colleen. Right. So perhaps a doc could give him maybe a little, Hey, it's not Goebbels. It's not, it's not gerbils. There's a thought. He's not going to protest. Uh, you know, what actually became of this? Does he think that he did more than look like an idiot? And uh, that's it. I can't take it. Just shut up. Just shut up! I'm here for the play! The Jeff Fisher Show. The Blaze Radio Network.
no idea what I could do in 20 seconds. Anyway. So, oh, the district attorney uh, now uh, is uh, doing his little press conference. They're all wound up at the Bill Cosby thing up in Pennsylvania because they are guilty, guilty, guilty. Even the judge. You can't leave. And uh, the jury said, uh, no, we're, we're deadlocked. And now uh, we're leaving. Okay. These people over here want them guilty. These people over here do not. And we can't uh, find any ground. So we're done. And uh, anyway, so the, if you hadn't heard, the Bill Cosby uh, trial in uh, Norristown, Pennsylvania, uh, mistrial. The district attorney is holding a press conference as we speak. Uh, it was reported that he said, or his office, the office, of the district attorney office said that they were going to refile and retry the case. I would say uh, good luck with that. And uh, maybe someone will have some sense and tell him not to. Uh, I mean, how much time and money are we going to waste on this thing? There's never enough money spent on catching a bad guy. Okay, well, he's 80 now, and let's let's kind of move on, shall we? Shall we? So it comes to my attention that uh, this uh, this team wasn't two; it was more than it was like four. Uh, as part of the alt right movement that tried to shut down the Caesar play in Central Park, uh, the guy is, is the guy is uh, Rebel TV. Right, the guy is from the guy and girl are both from Rebel TV, and the guy is also the White House correspondent for Rebel TV. Is that right? Okay, so he's part of this four-man oh oh, oh this four-person team, and uh, they're you know they're filming it now. Apparently, I'm being told that. Uh, They've got the exclusive deal with Periscope. So she Periscoped the attack on the stage. She shut him down. I might want to hear her part again, too. uh, At this point, I would feel that she was lucky. I would have think if I would have had something hard, I may have pummeled her with it if I was in the audience. Let's get off the stage. Shut up. Right in the middle of the play. Shut up. Yeah, let's see. I want to hear her again. Freedom. All right, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, that's it. Uh, we're going to pause. All right, let's take a pause. Security. I mean, what did they accomplish? I don't get it. First of all, it's ridiculous. That's a political right. We got the right. We can't do that. Okay. We got it. And then uh, the guy, Jack. And two other people were filming, so there's more footage to come. And uh, so it'll be exciting. Now, she, Jack just got booted. They kicked him out. Come on, get out of here. And uh, the girl was arrested and charged with trespassing or, you know, illegally shutting down a bad play, whatever they charge you in New York with. And uh, spent some time in jail. And then when she was released, she held a press conference. Boy, I wish I'd have known that press conference was going on. I would have gotten up and watched it. Oh, wait, you don't need to. You can go back and look at it online because I'm sure it's riveting. Come on now. Stop it. 
Anyway, good luck, Jack. And he's going to be on, uh, I don't know if it's just Jack or maybe we can have the criminal, I mean, the lady that was arrested um, uh, on as well. We're going to be talking to uh, Doc Thompson uh, on the Morning Blaze Monday right here on the Blaze Radio Network. So be, it'll, that'll be a fascinating fascinating information. I'd like to see what he hoped to accomplish. Uh, why is he... I guess he wrote a book, uh, I'm in Love with Trump, Everyone Should Be in Love with Trump. Was that the title? What was the title? Oh, yeah, Citizens for Trump. Same thing. Same thing. My title's the same. It doesn't matter. It's the same. It, you know it's the same. So you can't say anything bad about Trump, man. Woof. Yeah, but Trump is still alive and well in America. Still alive and well. I will say. It is a never-ending, I mean, sooner or later, would stop. Stop. Let the man be president for a little bit, would you? I mean, it's never-ending. The hatred they have for this man. And I really find it difficult to believe. Even the people that didn't like President Barack Obama. I don't know who those people were. Um, you know, at least allowed him to be president. And I mean, he still screwed that up. <laughs> and I bet you that if you were to step back a little bit and let Donald Trump be president, he might screw that up too. <laughs> but. Standing in an audience in Central Park yelling, Garbles! 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 Hitler! Nazis! It's not going to do it. I got news for you, Jack. It ain't going to do it. It makes you look worse than them. But hey, you know what? That's just me. That's just me. I'm saving that. I, I, I was going to do this story, and I might as well do it. We've got a little time left here in the show. Thanks for listening, uh, coming along for the ride today. Lawrence Jones uh, standing by to, uh, to broadcast his expertise on whatever the heck he's pretending to be an expert on. Uh, coming up at noon. And then uh, Mike Slater and Joe Paggs all on the Blaze Radio Network as uh, your Saturday lineup. And Sunday, we've got a brand new lineup for you on Sunday now. Uh, starting at 6 a.m., you've got Jackie Daly, uh, then David Barton. Uh, then uh, you have uh, Handle on the Law, and then we've got a brand new show for you, uh, the Yarn Brooks Show, uh, starting t- tomorrow at 2, 2 to 4 on the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, so, <laughs> I mean, my gosh. We give and we give and we give and we give. So, you know what? You're welcome. You're welcome. And if you want to come to this stage and yell Goebbels, you go right ahead, but it's not going to stop us, okay? <laughs> We're just going to... Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to pause for a little bit and uh, take a little break, and then uh, security, and then we're going to come, and then we're going to get right back on the stage. Okay, that's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. You can follow me on Twitter at JeffyMRA, Facebook Jeff Fisher Radio, Instagram JeffyMRA, and uh, don't forget, uh, Brad the Stags and I are going to be doing. Uh, we'll do a quick Facebook Live after the show today. Just look for the alerts. I'll tweet when we're going to start the stupid thing, and uh, we'll give you a quick tour seventeen ninety one, and uh, and I went to a couple of jokes. A couple of jokes, dance around a little bit. Now, when you go out and you find things that you eat, or things that you use every day, do you think about what they're made from? What's in them? 
What's in them? What's on them? What are they made from? How do companies make that product? Like, let's say tattoo ink. You ever think about tattoo ink? Uh, oh, I would I think about tattoo ink. I hate tattoos. Okay, that might be true. But a lot of people have tattoos, including the two Georgia prisoners that were escaped and now, thanks to a man coming out of a house, seeing them breaking into his car, uh, holding them until the police got there, are back in prison. Thank you. Tattoo ink. Made with animal parts to serve as binding agents. Bone char, glycerin from animal fat, gelatin from hooves, shellac from beetles. Now how much do you want that tattoo? Huh? Now, for those of you that think, oh, I'm a vegetarian and a vegan, they make that. It's tough to find. However, I will say that I found out that the vegan ink contains plastic. So, good luck. God bless. This is kind of, uh, this is what I didn't know. This is what I didn't know. Beer. Beer. Some beers contain icing glass. I-S-I-N-G-L-A-S-S. Now, it's the substance makes the beer clear, bright, you know, gives that beer that clear, bright look. Now, some breweries have removed icing glass uh, to become what they're calling vegan. The substance of icing glass, and I might be saying it wrong, but it's I-S-I-N-G-L-A-S-S. The substance is made from Swim bladder of fish. Huh? Come on now. I'll take three cold ones, please. <laughs> Is it happy hour? Yes. Okay. Give me that clear, shiny beer. Make sure I have some extra swim bladder of fish in it. Yep. All right. Chewing gum. Now, ah, you know, everybody loves chewing gum, right? You know, sugar-free, not sugar-free. Big wads of... Bubble gum. It may contain a lanolin. A lanolin. And uh, it helps make the gum chewy, the lanolin. Okay. Now, you don't have to disclose that you use lanolin in your gum because it's included in the gum base ingredient. So if you have to, if you want to know what's in the gum base, then you'll see the lanolin. But as long as the gum says, ah, it's, you know, gum base. Yeah, yeah, it's gum base. Worry about it. Don't worry about it. I know, but what makes it, what makes it chewy? That's the gum base. The lanolin is a waxy secretion from sheepskin. Yeah, come on. Who doesn't want to chew a big wad of gum right now? This one is kind of, not sure what to make of this one. Uh, dryer sheets. I like dryer sheets. There's some few people in my household that doesn't like them. You know, hey, you know, fabric softener and you don't need dryer sheets. It's a waste of money. Uh, you know what? No. You know what? No. Keeps the static down. Makes the clothes a little smell a little bit better. Yeah. Dehydrated tallow dimethyl ammonium chloride. 
Now, that's used to coat the dryer sheets. That's what they put on them, okay? Now, it makes the clothes soft, and it reduces the static electricity, which is what I like them for, okay? The dehydrated tallow-dimethyl ammonium chloride is a compound that's a derivative of rendered cattle, sheep, and horse fat. Man, these clothes feel so soft. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Yes, it is on the Blaze Radio Network. Thank you so much for coming along for the ride today. Don't forget, we've got, uh, you know, during the week we have uh, Talking Fear, which is our uh, coverage of uh, the Talking Walking Dead, uh, you know, the the putt show, the show that fills the gap between the regular talking. And uh, we'll have that. That's usually available uh, sometime Monday afternoon, uh, later Monday Monday evening. Uh, coming up is uh, Lawrence Jones standing by to do his uh Tremendous broadcast here on the Blaze Radio Network where he gives you three hours of unlimited information and thoughts and opinions from the mind of Lawrence Jones. Noon to three on the Blaze Radio Network. It's the only place you get it. I mean, sure, sure you see him as a as a as a little pop-up head on a news show somewhere, and he's giving you a little quick tidbits, but here, here. Not only are you getting little quick tidbits, but you're getting full thoughts and thought-out opinions from the man, which, I mean, this is it. This is the only place you're going to get it, right here on the Blaze Radio Network, noon to three, the Lawrence Jones Show. And then Mike Slater, Joe Paggs, and uh, the rest of the lineup. Then tomorrow, don't forget the new lineup. Don't forget the new lineup. Uh, Jackie Daly uh, starts, kicks us off at 6 a.m., uh, David Barton, Handle on the Law, and then the Yaron Brooks Show, brand new show on the Blaze Radio Network at uh, 2 p.m. Congratulations to the Skittles company, by the way. And, I'm, you know, you know, we've on this show, we're fans of Skittles, have been fans of Skittles. I know you can't tell. I got it. But I am. And, uh, you know, they, they try to do something nice, and they pay for it. They try to do something nice for the LGBT pride they're the rainbow Skittles all the time. So they say, hey, you know what? Let's, since it's Pride Month, let's do something nice and make take our rainbow away. And so that the Pride rainbow can take center stage and they get in trouble for it because the Skittles then, without the colors, are all white. <laughs> I mean, that's just got awful stupid anyway. Somebody should have stopped them. Why don't we just say our rainbow is your rainbow this month? How about that? I mean, something other than, I know, we'll just make them all white. Goebbels! Goebbels! Ugh. Can't take it. Have a great week. Thanks for coming along for the ride today. Appreciate it. Take care of yourself. Happy Father's Day. And, uh, my gosh. Anybody ever... 
Let me tell you, you look good today. Oh, that's a mistake because you do. You look great. Except I wouldn't, I don't necessarily know I would, I would wear that thing all day that you're wearing right now, though. But other than that, you look fine. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. 